0: Welcome to In Broad Daylight. Your host, Adam Oddbrand. On this episode, an important discussion about self-facing shoes. Hello. Welcome to In Broad Daylight. This is a show I do all by myself. And my name is Adam Todd Brown. I uh, assume you would already know that. If you're listening to this show, this would be a really weird starting point if you're just getting into the podcast and somehow managed to start here. But, you know, I feel the need to introduce myself anyway. It's what we do on these things. This is also the point where I would probably tell you we were sponsored by Casper Mattresses if that was an actual thing. So glad we don't have to do that. Anyway, this probably won't be as long as the first episode was. That was a a real humdinger. I had a lot on my mind. America. And if I'm being completely honest, uh, I kind of do today, too. I just don't know how long I can sustain talking about it without letting my anger get the best of me uh surely you know how that goes all of you at home anyway listen i know in these tense political times we're supposed to be coming together and all but i i don't care i'm gonna say something divisive and controversial and i don't give a shit who gets offended okay so here goes Shoes are getting out of control. I I know. You you can heckle me all you want. I can't hear you, for one thing. This is a podcast, dummy. But the reason I bring this up, Nike made a really big announcement today. They announced the first ever publicly available self-lacing shoes. That publicly available part is important because a few years back they introduced a replica of the self-lacing shoes from Back to the Future, and they only made 89 pairs available, and those motherfuckers ended up selling for like $10,000 each or something crazy like that. But they're finally making self-lacing shoe technology available at a price point the general public can stomach. The shoes are called Nike Hyperadapt 1.0, and they can be yours for just $720. How's that for a deal? You used to have to pay what you would pay for a new car to get a pair of self-lacing Nikes, and now $720. You could buy a third world sweatshop And a team of kids to sew you up a fresh pair of Nikes twice a week with that kind of money. I don't think I've ever spent more than $700 on a computer in my entire life. And I've worked exclusively online for like 10 years now. It's a necessity. And I still don't spend that kind of fucking money on it. Like, how fucking bad do you need every piece of technology from Back to the Future to be a thing? Like, we were so desperate for hoverboards, we just assigned that name to some bullshit gadget with wheels and just hoped history wouldn't even notice. And now we need self-lacing shoes so bad, we're shelling out a Midwestern mortgage payment for them? Fuck that. Now, that said, they do have a pretty snazzy LED light in the soles. I guess that's not nothing. Uh, What is that for? I'm assuming you're asking right now. Uh, It's so you know how much battery life you've got left. That's right. You have to charge these motherfuckers as if you don't have enough cables to worry about in your life already. If we know anything about stuff that needs charging, it's that it will die at the most inopportune time possible. So now not only do you have to worry about your phone having enough battery life to order an uber at the end of the night you have to worry about your shoes too you get in that uber you realize the driver is some kind of crazy sex criminal you get out to run and instead you're stumbling all over the place because your shoes keep falling off because you forgot to charge them before you went out and all your friends wear self-lacing avias those have a different cable everyone knows it why didn't you plan better Hashtag victim blaming. Now, if you're curious how they work, there's a little sensor in the heel. And when you put your foot inside, that sensor triggers a mechanism that tightens the laces. But there are also buttons on each side that allow you to tighten and loosen the laces to make the fit, in Nike's words, just perfect. And what the fuck is that shit? Shit. For $720, that shit should be perfect right away. If it's not, Nike should have roadside assistance teams at the ready to come press the buttons for you. For that money, the shoes should jump in bed each morning, kick you in the back to wake you up, scurry down the bed and affix to your feet, and then force you to jog three miles before work. That's the kind of automation we need, the kind that breaks us of our bad habits. But instead, it's like we're just hell-bent on pushing further and further into some wall-y kind of future where robots do everything for us to the point that we just turn into useless blobs of pop culture knowledge and hate. Like, I assume that's what Wally's about. I saw like the first ten minutes. You know how I feel about animated movies. It just came on, and I was like in the lit, and then I left. But I, I kind of gathered that that's what it was about. Um. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if these seven hundred and twenty dollars Nikes also come with an attachment that allows you to hit those side adjuster buttons without bending over. I mean, for that kind of money, why are you still bending over? Why are, you even, why are you putting one foot in front of the other? Like, what's the point? This is the future. You're not supposed to have to do that kind of thing anymore. Not if you're paying $720 for your shoes. And I hate that. The, the worst part is that I'm laughing about it now, but in 10 years, I'll be like, yeah, 720. That's what people pay for shoes. You know, how they, you know self-lacing technology isn't cheap. Like, I... I feel like in no time people are going to figure out how to hack these automated pieces of shit to lie to their Fitbit about how much they move that day and then post the results on Facebook. Like, Hey, look what I did today. Like this is the exact opposite of the direction we should be taking fitness in this country. Like how much fucking automation do we need in this world? The other thing people are up in arms about today is that dominoes, successfully delivered the first pizza by drone it kills me how domino's consistently breaks new ground in pizza technology while also consistently serving the worst goddamn pizza known to man like maybe tweak that recipe a bit and we won't care that you don't deliver it in less than 30 minutes that's kind of an unrealistic expectation these days anyway we wouldn't hold you to that. It's just that you're overcompensating because you know your pizza is fucking garbage. Fix that and quit trying to get fancy with the science. And now they're getting drones in on the game. I, I don't I don't like that for a few reasons. Uh, first of all, drones are scary. Fuck drones. I don't want them in my neighborhood. I don't want them interacting with the children. If Trump ran on a platform of kicking all the drones out of this country, I definitely still would not have voted for him. But I'd at least feel better about what the next four years will be like. And then there's also, I mean, the obvious drawback that delivering pizza by drones just kind of, makes the job of the delivery driver completely obsolete. That's not just bad from an unemployment standpoint. Like a lot of people, but it definitely from that standpoint, a lot of people rely on jobs like that to make a living. And what are they going to do? But it's not just bad from an unemployment standpoint. It's also bad from a drugs standpoint. If I'm on the road in a strange town I can't ask a drone to find me weed when it shows up with my pizza. It's just going to fly away. It's probably not even going to give you a computer-generated thanks. It's just going to drop your shit off and skedaddle into the night like the fucking robot that it is. But you can sure as shit do that with a pizza delivery guy. That is a time-tested method for finding weed while traveling. Drones are going to completely fuck that up. And look, I, I know a lot of this just sounds like an old man railing against technology. And maybe it is to some degree. But call me crazy, I kind of like the idea of maintaining some semblance of human interaction with strangers in our daily lives. You know, talking to a stranger can be a really gratifying experience, especially if you're having a bad day. Maybe that chance encounter with an especially friendly cashier or a non-rapey Uber driver will be the thing that cheers you up. The further we go toward removing human interaction from our daily activities, the less likely we are to be pleasantly surprised by the words and actions of the strangers around us. And after the way this country just voted, I will take all of those opportunities I can get. So, fuck you, pizza drones. Anyway, like I said, this wouldn't be as long as yesterday. I've had more than 12 months to uh, build up rage over Trump. And I just kind of had this morning to get mad about Nikes. So, it comes out a little more brief. Anyway... Thanks for listening to In Broad Daylight. We will be back. We, meaning me, this is still weird. Uh, I will be back on Friday with another episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. We love you.